New studio, who dis? Oh no. What do you think of that? I thought it was really weird. New studio, who dis? Yeah. People do that now. Well, who does that what? Who dis? And then they do this. No, they don't. That's Diamond Dallas Page, the wrestler does that. Yep. That's who I am. Guys, look around. Okay? Not if you're an audio <laughs> listener. If you're an audio listener, keep your eyes on and the road. Audio. An, an audio. That's what, our, that's what you are if you just you're, listen. You're, you're naughty listening naughty baby. listeners, just naughty bastards. Ben's there with some kind of, I don't know what it looks like. It looks like you're like some kind of like scientist from like the no. 1800s trying to like balance he, he, he protons and shit. He looks like the first metal detectorist. <laughs> Which, by the way, would be a really hard pitch to sell to make a film. Right, I've got this, uh, this uh, film script. All right, what's it called? It's called The First Metal Detectorist. And well, there's that BBC series, The Metal Detectorist, Mackenzie Crook. What what's it called? The metal detectors, Mackenzie. The metal detectors, Ers. I think you, it's called the metal detectors, but it's it's huge. The, the metal detectors. Yeah. All right. So if I Google <laughs> the metal detectors, I'm going to come across Mackenzie Crook metal detectors. Yeah. The the metal detectorists. The metal, the. <laughs> there's the metal detector with the K is the first thing coming up. No 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 which, no. Right BBC, the metal detectorists. BBC. I'm aware I've said it wrong every time I've said it. The metal. Detectorists. No, the first thing is the Merchant of Venice. No, that's not it. Well, the metal works with the blacksmith's tail. No, 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 no. the first thing. Just type, okay, type in BBC Mackenzie Crook metal. (laughs) (laughs) See, I feel like you just made this up. I really hope this exists. Mackenzie Crook. (laughs) Yeah. Metal. Yeah. Detector. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. There? <laughs> Don't move me off now. Hold on. Oh, here. Mackenzie Crook is yeah. best known for his roles. Now, bear in mind, this is from the 11th of August, 2014. So, six years ago. <laughs> Mackenzie Crook is best known for his roles in The Office, The Pirates of the Caribbean, Game of Caribbean. Thrones. He has now written and directed a BBC for sitcom. Uh, metal Detector Enthusiast, which will be screened in Edinburgh on Monday. When Mackenzie Crook was filming um, Almost Human in Vancouver last year, he found out he had too much time in his hands. Are you Mackenzie Crook? Do you play him? This well, is, we have the same fingers. This is a very... And face. Because <laughs> he plays Words of Gummage. I feel very, like that's a role I could play. It's very similar. Like, this is what you would do. He's filming Almost Human in Vancouver, and he found he had a bit too much time in his hands. Um, required only one day out of seven. <laughs> That's so you as well. You'd be like, oh, I need to go and film something. Right, how many days you needed? Oh, all of them. Right, okay, book a full week. Oh, and you get there. Oh, you just needed. You're wrapped after an hour. Oh, no. What am I going to do? Um, uh, yeah, so requiring one day in seven, life was becoming unbearably boring for a bright man cooped up all alone in his trailer. Um, it's a sort of situation that can see depression. <laughs> Well, is this him talking? Yeah. No, it's just someone talking about him. To stave off the blues, he started to write up an idea for sitcom that's been swirling around his head for the past several years. <laughs> oh, well. Um, triggered by an episode he had seen in Channel 4's Time Team program, um, he set about writing this comic story about a couple of middle-aged men with a passion for metal detecting. <laughs> <laughs> he found that writing scripts was quicker and easier process uh, than writing his two children's novels, The Windfield Sprites and The Lost oh, Journals shit. and The Lost <laughs> Journals of Benjamin Tooth. <laughs> By the way, I don't know what that is, but I could be in it. Yeah. 
<laughs> Could I be Benjamin yeah. Tooth? But then, and, and even the car, like the characters he hooks up with, and actually uses the phrase "hook up." He, the, the characters he hook up with, sounds like characters we would be on phone calls in Boytown. Um, he hooked up with TV <laughs> comedy producer Adam Tandy, <laughs> who worked on the thick of it and inside number nine, Adam and started Ta- to send him drafts. Adam Tandy sounds like a goalkeeper in Roy of the Rovers. Yeah. Great to say by Adam Tandy. Boy, hear this. Tandy doesn't know what's going on here, right? Let me just read that again. He hooked up a TV comedy producer, Adam Tandy, who worked in the thick of it and inside number nine, and started to send him drafts. Tandy yeah. liked his style. Like <laughs> the the more crook cook. Oh no, <laughs> this is so bad. The more crook wrote, the more he wanted control over the piece <laughs> and authorship that went on beyond from being its writer, lead actor, into the realm of owner. He wants to own everything. It sounds like he has gone mad on this Yeah, trailer. I think. I mean, but yeah, the, the metal detector enthusiast. Um, it's definitely something I've never heard of. I mean, I don't know if it's seen the light of day. Would you, honestly, like, would you like to go out metal detector for nope. a day? Nope. But what if you find some treasure? Ben, be honest, have you gone out metal detector ever in your life? Okay, yeah, so, so yeah. what I like about this is he looked at me like I had two heads and he went, no. When last year I went to metal detector. But what was the context? Uh, about the caravan. Looking some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find anything? No. no. <laughs> I think I detected something in your pants there, my dear. <laughs> oh, Benny. You used to be a caravan pervert. I like that. <laughs> and then, like, do you reckon that that's what happens whenever the ultimate goal of a of a metal detector enthusiast is to end up working in a in an airport? <laughs> Fucking hell! Got my nipples pierced, my friend. <laughs> nah, I've got a. Have you got some ancient gold coins in your top? <laughs> nah, piercing the Malaga. <laughs> oh, what's this? You have some currency in your pants. Nah, pal, in- Prince Albert. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, it's a coin from Prince Albert. <laughs> is that the Tudor era? Let me have a look. Oh, sister. Let me ring. polish it. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Oh. How did you know this existed? Metal detectors? Because, see the way there, they're making it sound like an experimental BBC4 yeah. sitcom. It has had loads of series, and it's just on BBC now. I swear. Why, I, why is the only article from Mackenzie Crook Metal Detector <laughs> 2014 then if it's so successful I think oh man name, it's like the Friends I think the name of it changed because that was just a pilot but I will say this I would like to go Metal Detector and for sure if I knew I was going to find something cool great yeah, but and guess dear. what guys you have everybody yeah we're like hey, I'm going to find treasure they don't want to go Metal Detector on. what would you do if you beep 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 you found something you dug it up and it was just a guy who looked exactly like you, and when you dug him up, he went, Ooh! I'd be like, why did it make that noise over a full man doing that? Yeah. I'd be very surprised. Uh-huh. Speaking of weird things, you have one strand of hair up, is it? up in like a Mohican, and it's literally one. No, 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 keep it. Fix it. It's this. Oh, no. Right? And I'm just oh, going to no. bring it down. Oh, no. no. Flatten. He's just pulled it out. One of my You're last the only guy I know with an upside down skin fade. Yeah. Yeah. What does that even mean? Don't know. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. Have you ever been to Turkish barbers? Nope. The like those people. Hmm. The like Turkish people. <laughs> All right. Yep. Fair enough. Do you as you know Turkey is the uh, the pathway to the Middle East via Europe? I've been to Turkey twice. So, yeah. 
Let me say this. One don't, time... Do you not point at me with Buxton Paul? One time was in Turkey. Uh-huh. On so, summer holiday. So this is the most shame thing you've ever said. Uh-huh. I've been to Turkey twice, and one time was in Turkey. One of the times that I was there. So where was the other place you ended up? That you mm-hmm. thought was Turkey? No, no, I've been to Turkey twice, right? Okay. One of the times that I was there. Daddy or Bird? I was away with a partner. Lovely gentleman <laughs> who owned... Uh, confectionery okay, shop Andy Tandy or whatever it's called so what happened was we're away a girl I worked with at the time and her boyfriend end up no end up booking Gary. no end up booking the same hotel and this place is like not one of the well known turkey places because uh-huh. you know it's me I could have paid like 15 eight, more yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. right so I end up in this weird place in Bodrum I go f- in Bodrum like, <laughs> what do you mean it's called Bodrum I've never heard of Bodrum before. Exactly, that's why it was so cheap. Right. And I wake up early in the morning. It's very warm. I decide to go for a swim in the sea. Right, give me this. is going to be our life hack, is it? <laughs> no, no, no. This is me getting really mugged off, like to the point where I nearly died. So I decide to go for an early morning swim in the sea. And you mm-hmm. can swim out to like a floating, what would you call it? Like a floating big bit of wood that you could sunbathe on. Right? Now, is that just a bit of wood? <laughs> no, 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 it's in real. The sea and it's, you real. Just it's got wee ha- uh, steps up to it and stuff, right? Oh, okay, okay. So it's there, it's floating. Now it's a good bit out. It's early in the morning. I decide I'm going to swim out to it, lie there for 10 minutes, dive in, swim back. <laughs> now, the girl who I work with that's in the same uh-huh. hotel, I don't know her that well. Greer? I definitely don't know her boyfriend, uh-huh. okay? So I'd only met him the day before. Yeah. He's a nice guy, we've got on well. I've swam out uh-huh. to the thing. No, I'm down there by myself. There's nobody on the beach, really. It's like 8 in the morning. <laughs> As I am, and bear, bear in mind, I'm struggling swimming-wise. Like, I'm uh. like, fuck, this is further out than I thought. Uh. I'm like, going to be doing well to actually make it to this. Yeah. I'm starting to panic a bit. As I do that, I hear this shriek in my ear, and these hands go over my shoulder and pull me a wee bit underwater. Mm. And I thought, some some crazy person's attacking me, or a shark is attacking a person that's latched onto me. Uh-huh. That fella had heard that I was going down for a swim. He's decided to come down and join me to like make friends, but he can't really swim. Now I'm struggling. So he how swam did, behind how did he me. Catch you, the fucking Zohan. Is He's come it? behind me, right? Uh, I'm near the thing. I'm near to getting on. He puts his arms around my shoulders, uh, and I have to turn him round, put my hand under his chin, and <laughs> swim him <laughs> up to this thing. I'm dying, like, and I managed to drag him back up to this thing. And I was like, the fuck are you doing? Like, what's happening? Uh-huh. And he's like, sorry, mate. He goes, I thought it'd be funny to come and surprise you, but I was struggling, like, for breath. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then I had to, like, es- escort him back the ways as well. Like, you had to swim him in? Swim him in. Yeah. And are you friends now, to this day? Not friends, to but certainly day. nothing against the guy. To this day. Nothing against the guy. I nearly yeah. died as well on that trip. I wonder how that, what, what that was. Yeah, probably t- just had uh, uncooked chicken or something. Yeah. You. I nearly got killed in Hawaii swimming. I swam out to what I thought was a sweet little like coral reef place, except oh, no. what I didn't realise was like it was a man made built thing, but there was a barrier wall into like the wild ocean of, of Hawaii and I just Were swam you out. In like a resort? No, I was in the Buckin Ocean. But then what are you saying? Are you saying right, because I'm not Right, okay, say like, for example, there's like there's a beach here, right? Yep. Then you you they sort of had built this like little wall right to like keep like a lagoon type thing going on uh-huh. but there was a space in between the part of the wall and then this part well, but why did they build the wall just so as you could they could get some control over the ocean right but then once you get out of that it's just wild waves 
And I get so I got out this oh, thing. Oh right, right. And right. I thought, oh maybe I'll just. Oh, like, so they're breakers. Yeah. Side, right. So maybe I'll just get, dip my foot through the middle here, and I, not for the first time in the ocean, got fucking sucked off, and I had to grab on, and like my hands are going around the coral and all. But luckily, as you know, I'm very strong. I was able to pull myself in, cut my feet, and I had to swim back. I was like, oh no, I'm going to eaten by a shark here. But it was alright. Because you were emitting blood, you thought a yeah, shark would come I just and get thought, you. You know, and you know why my blood is pure. Like it's so pure. Like it, my blood's well, more red than it's this. a little bit infected. No, it's not me. I don't know what you're trying to insinuate. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what, what you're trying to say. Pardon? That's manic. Yeah, but the the sharks AIDS don't guy. care for that. Mm-hmm. AIDS what? Mm-hmm. AIDS you don't. Swimming AIDS? Did you have to get a swimming aid? Yeah, it's called a fucking rubber ring, my friend. Yeah. But um, no, everyone knows AIDS is is cured. Um. Yeah, it was just very worrying because I thought if I go between those breakers, I'm kind of dead. I didn't think at the time. I just thought I could just float up to it and be like, oh, it's this, but nah. I mean, yeah. I could definitely see that happening to me. I can see me bobbing about in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, all like malnourished and sunburnt and just bobbing about. Yeah. For sure. And then, you know what happened? I'd be like bobbing about in the middle of the ocean, like middle of nowhere for days. And then a cruise ship would finally pass. But I would miss it because I was getting a tan this side. <laughs> yeah. And I was just looking up at the sun and enjoying it. But what myself. you could do, you could just hook onto the end of the cruise ship into like one of those wee portal windows through your yeah. finger and just <laughs> float behind it and come out all blistered and all, but yet still connected. That's one of my biggest fears, like getting all blistered like that. Yeah, I'd hate what, that. What do you think are fears that you have had in life that you that weren't actually like real serious things? What do you mean, like things you're maybe scared of as a kid? Yeah, like and you're like, oh, I can't be having that. Like, mm. I always really got panicked that if I did walked inside the wee line in an airplane, I got sucked into the wing engines. And you know, I, there's I remember there's this one steak guy on a plane once, and he was just fucking losing his shit and he's punching the window and all, and I was like, mate, stop doing that. Alright, so we're all getting sucked off through our heads like this window. A big one, like like everyone was probably like, if I didn't run and jump into my bed, a hand was going to come out and yeah. grab me. <laughs> Have you ever seen the wee meme? Uh, let me show you this. This is the best thing. Talk for a minute while I find this because this is war. I'm trying to think of it. other childhood fears I had. There was definitely, like, I remember a mate of mine being something about, like, the curbs don't. Okay. You couldn't stand on the cracks of the curb. Or else what would happen? I don't know. But I think that guy had like serious issues as well, unrelated to that. Um, God, I don't know. Like, oh, getting my organs stolen on holiday, like and sold in the black market. In Turkey. Yeah. I just keep talking. So everyone was used to be afraid of quicksand, didn't they? That is the most. Let me fill time when I do something <laughs> and throw such a general statement out there. Yeah, people were scared of quicksand for sure. But I remember so be. <laughs> Hey, Ramadan Sobi. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that in the podcast oh, that before. Was the, that was the greatest. But to be fair, so he, he did get sucked. He. So good. Have you got that? While Dave does that, let me point you in a way of um, something we'd like to ask of you, the listeners, the viewers. You can see we're in a new studio. We've moved onwards, upwards, higher and higher, bigger and bigger, uh, thicker and thicker. So... We would like you guys to do us a favour. If you can't go on Apple Podcasts, give us a little rate and review. Love five-star review, little, little nice, nice thing. Say a nice, nice thing about us. If you do that, that'd be really sweet. It helps the boys immensely. Read that from the top. Don't hang your feet off the bed at night, he said to the girl. If you do, the devil will eat them. 
and she's thinking, <laughs> and then she, and then, <laughs> and then she hangs her bum over the bed. <laughs> yeah, because the devil's gonna eat her ass. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it's good. That's good. <laughs> Was that a fear of yours as a boy? The devil would eat your bum bum. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all I want to say is, what kind of parent do you have to be to be like, hey, just keep make sure you're covered by that dude. <laughs> Because, hey, if you're a wee butt hanging out, the devil's going to come up from hell with his big long fingernails. And he drops. Imagine that. Like, oh, do you ever think about about the fact that you're, like, I'm a parent? And, like, I have to make things. Like, you know what I was thinking about the other day? Remember your parents were like, see you. <laughs> no, they never started that sentence. Hey, that way see if you're a bad, a bad you, for a bad boy, they'd be like, "Here, if you fucking keep, if you keep doing that, we're gonna leave you here." But they never did. Imagine yeah. you'd be the parent to be like, I "Fucking told you," and just leave. You I care. fucking he was playing up, so I just left him. Where Madagascar? Yeah, that, here you go. Have one that. What are other threats of parents? That was a big so That out. was oh. a big one that I was scared of. Was getting like uh-huh. getting lost. Did, did you ever get lost? Like seriously, when you were a kid. In a shopping centre or whatever. No, but I got lost down the high street here, down Hollywood. How'd you get lost in the high street? Um, I can't remember. I must have got a whiff of cock somewhere <laughs> and just ran towards it. I um, my parents, my parents used to threaten me with this guy. Right, I think I, I used to, I th- Johnny Adair. I, I did it as a bit, um, but um, they were like, right, this is the book. He was like, this man in front of a book, and I always used to go to holidays in Jersey, um, and they were like. Basically, like you need to behave, or the beast of Jersey's going to get you, right? That's right. And this is the like this. There's the book cover. Like that used to terrify me as a little oh, boy. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, it's scary shit. I'll send you up and you can pop it up. But like, look, there's the, an actual photo of his mask, right? I don't that's like that. Yeah, terrifying, I don't like that. I don't right? like that. No, I don't like it at all. Oh, right. Oh, that's a f- see yeah. old black and white photos yeah. that don't look like like you're like who the fuck took that? Like that freaks yeah. me out. But that was can his t- legit mask. Can I tell you something yeah. that I think might actually chill you a little bit? Yeah. Although probably won't. Remember I filmed 2008 Northern Irish Independent Zombie film Battle of the Bone? Yeah. For some of that we filmed it in Downshire Psychiatric Hospital. Uh-huh. Right? So we were and it has its own like morgue. Is that where you was it your mate that was pushing you get stabbed or someone got stabbed in there? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. One of the one of the most iconic scenes from the iconic film. The, mo- the most iconic scene from that particular bit was whenever you were really upset that your mate got stabbed, and then you tried to lean against the wall, but you sat too far forward, so you had to take a second stab of going back yeah. on the wall, and then being emotionally, your mate got stabbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been stabbed. Right, so you're in Downshire. It's got a morgue, and it it, it had stopped. <laughs> it had stopped being a psychiatric hospital. It stopped having inpatients. I think. A psychiatric what? Hospital. You definitely hospital. <laughs> hospital bastard. Yeah. So we're like filming in it, but in between, t- say for a take, you've got to walk to the end of a corridor and then uh-huh. back. See when you had to, it was a su- late Sunday afternoon during winter. It was dark. See when uh-huh. you had to walk to the end of the corridor. It was pitch black, and I could I like could just be any. You know, people are like, I wouldn't go up there. Yeah, I don't care. See there. Yeah. Oh, mummy didn't like it at all, no. and. We were walking somewhere, and I stood on a photograph, and I picked it up. Well, why did you say photograph there as well? Did you a get pho- that word? A photograph. <laughs> and then I noticed I started talking <laughs> like this here, and it was freaky, so it was now. Um, I I stood on a photograph, looked it up. It was a load of the patients, uh-huh. and this guy 
with like a kind of monster face on. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like some sort of novelty uh-huh. Halloween face. It looked like it had been homemade. And I had like a slightly... Bi- and I'm actually in real life, scared uh-huh. myself a little bit talking about it. But yeah. I had like a slightly bigger head and like scratched out eyes and a scratched out mouth. And they were all posing with it like it was some sort of funny thing. And see, uh-huh. when I saw it, yeah. I went, ah, can someone come with me for all my scenes now? And then I had yeah. to just be with people. <clears throat> it was fucking terrifying. No, I wouldn't. When, have you ever been properly scared to the point... Yeah. Like as an adult, where you're like, oh. no, not the, not like, oh, but not, like, oh. no, oh. Uh, that that beast of Jersey thing was the most I've ever been afraid, afraid because my friend Paul at the time, he was a, a couple of years older than me. Paul he, Parker, ex Man United right back. No, Paul Potts, a singer. He um got into my bedroom <laughs> and, and put, put the book under my pillow. So when I went into bed one night, no. the book was under it, and I was so afraid. And yeah, that scared me, because I didn't know much about what the guy was. I just knew he looked terrifying. So when I was older, I was like, right, my parents had the book in the house, which they just used to scare me, you know? So, yeah. But I remember it, they had it in, like, it was like a cloakroom in our house. They had it up the, out of the way of, of, of me, where they kept my ranger scarf as well. I did a lot of it. Why did you have a Ranger scarf? Because I used to support QPR and I bought what I thought was a QPR scarf and it was just a Ranger scarf. My dad took it off me so you can't walk around here wearing that. Why did you? Because you'll be marked. Why did you start? Why did you support QPR? Why do you no longer support QPR? I like their kits and because I bought a Ranger scarf when I was like six, um, I thought it was a, a QPR scarf. I didn't know that it was like labeling yourself and would cause strife. So my dad, being, you know, a, f- a fruit, took it off me and didn't let me be a. We heard that. Right. So then he's just like, you support Arsenal now? And that was that. Yeah. yeah, but the book was there. And I went, when I was like about 16 or 17, I was like, right, I'm going to read it. And then I read it wearing the Rangers scarf. <laughs> it felt fucking so hard. Um, also tough as well. Um, but yeah, the Beast of Jersey was a prolific child rapist. So my parents, in a roundabout way, were kind of being like, hey man, if you don't go to bed in time, you might get raped. Um, which is an excessive threat have you ever though had like no never the urge the what have you ever been like walking to your car at night have you ever been like in the house alone and ever been like oh what's that like what the fuck like I I could see you being a little bit jumpy like what the fuck is that I see you a lot like I could see I could see you saying that a lot and moving like what the fuck is that well that's why I mean true story that's why I wear boxers in bed now well, in case anyone breaks into my house, I can't fight someone with my dick out. Yeah. Do you mean they might cut my dick off? So I wear boxers. No, they wouldn't be able to get that close. I know, but I need to have skills, to be fair, but my balls would definitely be lobbed off. But if I'm wearing, like, tight boxers, I feel like it's like, you know, like like UFC style. I'm Whereas the same, yeah. if you're coming out with your dick out, you know, you, you can't be... And it depends, because during winter, I feel like you wouldn't get respect, but you get, like, a nice hot summer night. And yeah. you find a, a guy might see you at the top of the stairs uh-huh. and your dick might be halfway down the stairs and he might yeah. say, no, thank you. Winter is coming and so am I. <laughs> I'll just leave now. Should he, should uh, the guy play, could your kid hang and do ads for Durex? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Winter, Winter is, is coming <laughs> and I just have. Yeah. Thanks to Durex play. It stays inside my jaw bag and not your funny. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> I released... <laughs> I I just released four million White Walkers. <laughs> keep your White Walkers, keep your White Walkers in the wild. 
we're a we're a dumb. <laughs> and then you could get a salary made in. I'm Reek and I don't have a dick. But I still wear your ex. <laughs> because Ramsey makes me. Oh, Ramsey's so sly. I'm on Ramsey now. They call me Littlefinger. Luckily, Jurex make them in all sizes. Santa. <laughs> Do you know what his name is in English? Peter Bale. Yeah. <laughs> Not Peter Baelish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like it. Oh, uh, yeah. Does does he finally get... Does it, Does he hook up with Santa at all? Do you want... No, no. You're not... Have you stopped watching it? Yeah. No, I'm still watching it. It's just slowly. Uh, why would you want uh, that spoiler? Because I uh, like to know things. He does not hook up with Santa. You know what was the most sly thing that I've ever seen? Do you know that guy, Big Mountain? Big Mountain fighting that like guy of sex with guys, girls, everything. And like he was spinning around. The guy from Narcos? Yeah, is he in Narcos? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there you go. It's a guy from Narcos. He's spinning around doing all this bisexual stuff and just like really kicking the shit out of the mountain. And then he's just <laughs> like... is he doing bisexual stuff in the fight? Yeah, he's just like, ooh, and then he's spinning his feet. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's as what? He's like, on in the mountain. Yeah. yeah. Am, I, am I down at this point? No, you're just like, you're baffled uh, by what he's doing. Okay, well, he's like, well, the Sorry, I'll do what the mountain does. Okay. Uh, and the mountain's like, what's going on? And then he just goes, uh, and the mountain's like, ah, and then he goes, <laughs> what happened before that? <laughs> and he'll just go, and then spinning around, doing all these kicks and stuff, and the mountain's just done, and he's just, he, like like bisexuals do, he showboats. He has to fucking uh, have an all do the some kind yeah. of thing. And then <laughs> <laughs> the mountain just trips him up and effectively gets on top of him and thumbs his eyes out. <laughs> Yeah, but the thumb in the eyes is bad. Like, I'm like, okay, that's going to be sore. He's dead. But then he just snaps his whole face. And it's mm. like, that's a bit excessive. Sly, sly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that guy who is the, like, Spanish-type guy king. Yeah. he um, He's, like, the main, one of the main guys in Narcos. you never seen Narcos? I have. Yeah, that's he, why I don't he, he's him. The, you know the two detectives, the Americans. Oh yes, that is. He was. I was thinking. How good, was, how good is it? Yeah. How good that's is it? Good. When you when you you find out someone's yeah, in something else, good. and then the penny drops, and you thinking, go, "That's that guy." Because I was thinking he was. Uh, what's he call him? Um, the father Rama. And I were like, "No, we don't get scared of anything." The door closed downstairs, and I'm like, "Oh." You thought he was Carlos Valderrama? No, not Carlos Valderrama. And Pablo Angel. Pablo, no, what's the guy called? Pablo the Ferreira. Main, the main guy, the main bad guy in Narcos. And he's got all the hippos and all. <laughs> Pablo Escobar. Pablo Escobar, yeah. No, he wasn't Pablo Escobar. I love it when someone is in something else and you go, I know that guy, and you don't look it up. I never look it up. That's mm-hmm. cheating. You wait, and then eventually you go, fuck, that's what that guy is in. Mm-hmm. He was in Sabrina the Teenage Witch, you know. Who do you think is the best character in Game of Thrones? Like the best actor that's done other things and stuff. You're like, because not a load of them do. Conleth Hill doing Varys is brilliant. Yeah, well, fuck that guy. Varys is brilliant. Um, nah, I've, I've spoken on this podcast about being sacked from a radio sitcom for Varys and then Varys decided he didn't want to do it in the end. No, but, uh, yeah. but David. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Well, what is great was the feedback. I, I, I got this role, and I was supposed to, again, weird that I got it in the first place, playing like a 50-year-old man. And then I know. The, the boss guy was like, you know who the boss guy is, was like, I, I feel like it should be an older person playing that, which I went, fair enough, I get. But then the feedback was like, you just don't sound manly enough. And I went, that's mm-hmm. fair enough. And I was like, oh, so who's doing it? should have got me. 
So who's who's doing it? And they're like, oh, Colin Lothell. And they say, oh, sweet. So I'm not manly enough. You had a guy with no dick and balls is. That's but in real life, he, he would imagine he'd, I think, just for his character what? Game of Thrones didn't have a dick and balls. Oh, no, no. He is a method guy. So he, before? Mm-hmm. Well, you learn something new every day. Yep, and I mean, there that's actually available at the Ulster Museum in an exhibit called Farris's Dick and Balls. <laughs> it's, it's I guess that's a bit like Ron Seal. You yeah, sort of yeah. get what you see on the tin. You do, and that's and it's a good watch. Like Benji, what are we up for time, brother? Under half an hour. Jesus, this has been shite content. <laughs> no, it hasn't. I like it. I want to hit you with um, something, Dave. That I thought about on the way here. Hey, Ben, you know score, Dick boy. You <laughs> guys, we're not here for football, okay? Sorry. Um, ben supports Portsmouth and I support Arsenal. And Arsenal are winning 2 0. And that's great. <laughs> so, I have been looking up oh, the no. bitchiest comments of all time. And there, I found an article called 47 Bad Bitch Quotes to Awaken Your Inner Savage. I would like to read some of these out to you. And is there any of them that I could potentially guess who's made them? Um, mm, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Okay, here we go. The first Boy one. Boy George. Whoever is trying to bring you down is already below you. That's definitely a, a, a top has said that. That's an unknown. A bottom wouldn't say that. Some people are like clouds when they disappear. It's a brighter day. So not. I mean, I don't feel these are that savage. No, they're yet. not. They're not. Um, forgets. Forget safety. Live where you fear to live. Destroy your reputation. Be notorious. Will you try to do that every day to yourself? Yeah. Just wreck your reputation. I love my curves, my tattoos, my imperfections, and my jiggly thighs. No one said you had to. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Who said that? Don't know, an ugly person probably. <laughs> <laughs> what about this one? Queens don't compete with hoes. Oh, fuck. Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talking about Meghan Markle. The second. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Uh, Bet Davis said oh, this. See before you go on in Morty's, do you know whenever whenever Harry started going out with Meghan Markle? Do you ever just get the wrong end of stories and not fully get it? It was like, yeah, Harry's got this new girlfriend and I just saw the name Markle. So I thought that was what she was called. So it was like, oh Harry's got this new girlfriend called Markle. Yeah, right, Markle. And I was like, that's the weirdest name. Like, what is Markle? Markle? Sounds like, <laughs> and just the way you said that, like the name of somebody, if Geordie Shore, if they went abroad for an episode, yeah. one of the girls would kiss a fella called Markle. Yeah, right, Markle. I, I, I got married to Markle. I love Markle. He's in a t- And you know another, have you ever heard of the Fuck actress? off, Markle. Jill Halfpenny. Yeah. It's always Geordie's. I just thought her name was Halfpenny. And it was just like, and it was always a Geordie, oh, yeah, right, I'm yeah with Halfpenny, like, and I was all right. I read Halfpenny, mate. All right, what's your name, Mahal? <laughs> so Bette Davis um, said this, when a man gives his opinion, he's a man. When a woman gives her opinion, suddenly she's a bitch. <laughs> a man does what he can, a woman does what a man cannot. Um, Madonna said this one I'm tough I'm ambitious and I know exactly what I want if that makes me a bitch okay <laughs> I like that one All right. I mean I've definitely said that before so I'm in a job interview mm-hmm. I want you to say Shane can you sum up what you would bring to the team yeah Shane what would you think you bring to the team to sum up I'm tough I'm ambitious and know exactly what I want if that makes me a bitch okay <laughs> um any boy George in there? Mm. Hate me, but you're still watching. Bitch, you're a fan. 
Well, he said that. Lizzo? <laughs> unknown. Celebrity bitchy quotes. I'm going to just look up Boy George quotes. See what he comes out with. <laughs> Boy George. Petra no, I won't tell you from the radiator. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 13 bitchy celeb quotes ever. Yeah. Here we go. Lily Allen on Cheryl Cole. Taking your clothes off, doing sexy dancing and marrying a rich footballer must be very gratifying. Your mother must be proud. Stupid bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Shutting up Lily Allen is not easy, as Cheryl Cole found out after she crossed paths with a mouthy singer. Um, Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, Whitney Houston said of Madonna, she's the high priestess of tack. (laughs) <laughs> oh I like that who said that about Madonna Whitney Houston oh, I mean wow. Madonna's had the last laugh there but yeah. would you consider changing your Instagram bio to the high priestess of tack yeah I mean here's something for you which is a boy George uh, quote which you should probably put on your podcast he said I'd rather have a cup of tea than sex <laughs> Sharon Osbourne said of Danny Minogue She's as dim as a bulb in a power cut. Fucking useless. <laughs> That's just pure abuse. You're as though. dumb as a bulb in a power cut, you fucking goat. <laughs> Sharon Osborne again of Nicole Kidman. Her forehead looks like a fucking flat screen TV. <laughs> Who's that about? Nicole Kidman. Who's that about? Sharon Osborne. Sharon Osborne. I feel like Sharon Osborne shouldn't be caught slagging anyone for their looks because she was on Good Morning Britain this morning and her face, hey man, it's like the M1. <laughs> yeah. It's had major work. Yes, yeah, it doesn't look sweet and her hair is white now, isn't it? No. Yeah. And by the way, Ozzy was on with it. Sharon! I can Ozzie. do the best by the way, impression. See, Ozzy, I reckon Ozzy was playing possum because he did uh, it. Yeah. Talking dead on like. Have you ever shown you my Ozzy Osbourne impression? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it's a physical okay. one. Is there room? We've got room in this new space. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Thanks, man. <laughs> Don- Do you know what Donald Trump said about um, Rosie O'Donnell? What? A fat pig, a degenerate, unattractive. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even in the right order, but I love it. Victoria Beckham said of Katie Price. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Naomi Campbell, the Tara Banks. You'll never be me. Don't ever think you'll be me. Oh, wow. Cheryl Cole on Lily Allen. She fired back. Everyone wants to look like her. A chick with a dick. <laughs> oh, well. Not very nice. Oh, Christina Aguilera, Lady Gaga. This is something I would say to someone in a bar who was rude to me. Uh-huh. I'm not quite sure who this person is, to be honest. I don't know if this is a man or a woman. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Uh, Joan Collins on Linda Evans. It's quite off-putting having to look at that face. <laughs> Sharon Osbourne on Subo. I mean, re- oh, she shouldn't have said this about Susan Boyle. What did she say? Oh, no, Sharon, for fuck's sake. <laughs> She's been hit with the ugly stick. You just want to say, God bless her, and here's a Gillette razor. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, Susan Boyle's an F-O-M-P for a mental person. Oh, I guess not very nice. Um... Do you want me to get Donald Trump quotes up? Yeah. Do I hear some boy? Well, yeah. There's some of these quotes are whenever I think he was on drugs. Um, let's see. Yeah. Beethoven had a great look. He was very much about the drama of appearance. Yes. 
Yes. Um, I don't know if this. Well, I don't even know if this is not a quote. It's just maybe something he said, which is a quote, but it's not you know like a quote quote. It's just maybe just like something he said off the cuff. I started going to Madame Louise's, the lesbian club where all the punk bands used to go. Sex Pistols, The Clash. I remember seeing Billy Idol walk in there. Mm, he was gorgeous. <laughs> okay, here's some trumps for you, okay? Yeah. I have a great relationship with the blacks. What? Yep. Um, the beauty of me is that I'm very rich. It's <laughs> oh, that's a very me thing to say. When I remember I was in New York and it was cold. Yeah. It's freezing and snowing in New York. We need global warming. <laughs> but he doesn't believe it's true uh, Oh god, some of those are crazy uh, Right, should we get into listeners' questions And devote some nice time to it? Just before we do, I want to talk about Joe Lysett Have you heard this? No um, Do you know who Joe Lysett is? Yeah, comedian Yeah He was very, very nice to me in a beer garden in Edinburgh once When somebody wasn't very nice to me Who wasn't? Can you mouth it to me? I will say this. Uh-huh. I was flying on my show. This was like four or five uh-huh. years ago. I saw a comedian I know. Uh-huh. This comedian? Yeah. I said, hey, how are you? How's the show going? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. This comedian was like, oh, you have to come meet my friends. Yeah. And I hadn't seen this comedian in a while. I was looking forward to catching up with this comedian. This comedian went, you have to meet my friends. Joe Lysett was one of those people. Yeah. Joe Lysett was like, how are you? How's the show going? That kind of thing. I said the same to him. As I turned around... The original friend mm-hmm. had turned her back on me, uh-huh. and that I thought it was very rude. Who was it? Hey, you're gonna have to type in your phone and show me, because I don't get it, fucker. So what are you looking up there? Uh, Hugo Boss, because okay. that's what Joe likes to change his name to, which is really, really enjoyable. Oh, really? Yeah. And why did she do that? Was she rude? Um, I would say that, you know, she probably thought she had bigger fish to fry. Would you say she's Edinburgh. gotten... Way too big for a boot. I don't know, but certainly... Have you spoken to her since? Yes. Oh, Once. Oh, no. But I think the money toad was not in the league of people to be chatting to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Would you say that this particular... Comedian M would be the sort that would would you know schmooze. Probably, but you schmooze, you lose. <laughs> Joe Lysett, right? Comedian changes his name to Hugo Boss. So legit, Hugh, Joe Lysett's name is Hugo Boss now, and right. this is really funny to me. Comedian Joe Lysett has legally changed his name to Hugo Boss in a protest against the German fashion company. <laughs> The company who it's often, such an overreaction, yeah. but great. <laughs> the company who often style themselves as boss have been sending cease and desist letters to small businesses and charities who are also using the word boss in their names. Um, it's clear that Hugo Boss hates people using their name, likes it wrote on Twitter. The BBC has asked Hugo Boss, the company, for a comment. Unfortunately for them, this week I legally changed my name to Deadpool and I'm now officially known as Hugo Boss. Lysett added alongside photographic evidence of his name change. The comic who appeared in BBC's Live at the Apollo posted the fashion house that cost small businesses thousands in legal fees and rebranding. One of the most high-profile cases in recent years involved the Swansea brewery company Boss Brewing. At the time, Hugo Boss uh, spokesman said, obviously I'll do this in a German accent, following the brewery's application to register a trademark, we approached him regarding the use of Boss in relation to two pay names in the portfolio. 
<laughs> this was to avoid conflict with any potential misunderstandings regarding the brands of Boss and Boss Black, which had been used by the brewery, but are long-standing trademarks of a company. Um, according to the, the newspaper, a charity called Dark Girl Boss... Oh. Dark Girl Boss? Yeah, Dark Girl Boss received a legal letter from Hugo Boss and he tried to trademark the name. I love the Hugo Boss. Anytime where Boss is mentioned, it's like, <laughs> that is us now. I'm like, hold um, on, uh, <coughs> someone rings up. Can I speak to your boss? I'm like, yeah, I'll just get my boss for you. Some German guy pops up. <laughs> Excuse, Excuse me. me. <laughs> <laughs> on Monday morning, and I love that he's known as this, the artist formerly known as Joe Lysett. <laughs> Told the BBC's Victoria Derbyshire, I would like them to stop doing this because no one's confusing these two things. Also, I'd really like them to give their money back, and it, I promise this will stop. An apology would be nice. Uh, Hugo Boss, who's 31 from Birmingham, claimed that he'll be launching a brand new product as Hugo Boss on his Channel 4 Consumer Rights Show. <laughs> Joe Lysett's got your back. So, yeah, he's just fully changed his name to Hugo Boss. What was great, he did. Uh, I like that a lot. He was at the BBC today, and you know where you get we guest passes? Yeah. It said Hugo Boss in the guest pass. <laughs> Which is so great. What would be terrible would be if just uh, Joe Lysett was found with this one single bullet hole in the back of his head for messing with the boss? Would you. You know the way I got a tattoo because we had a silly bit? Yeah. Would you ever make that part of the stakes would you ever put that on the line change my name to Hugo Boss yeah but no 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 just change your name by default to something I pick or you yeah. pick for like a yeah, week that'd be great yeah I wonder what the legalities that is I think someone told me it cost 30 quid to change your name yeah but then you need to change it back I would, I would yeah. get my driving license changed then get a new one um shoot I mean if we talk about it in the podcast it kind of has yeah. to happen well are you up for some sort of challenge and we'll figure it out over the next couple of weeks and yeah. months where the loser has to, for a week, have their name legally changed. Yeah, I, what would you change my name to? Um, probably something very Indian. Like? Um, Ramesh Singh. Ramesh Singh? <laughs> I, I mean, it could look like Ramesh Singh. If yeah. it, you know, yeah. What would you change mine to? I would change your name. That would be something really, really weird. I, I also might change yours to Pussy Hunter. Nice. <laughs> um, I would change your name to... Knob, Knob Todd, <laughs> Knob Todd. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> and the only thing I'd want you to change would be the name on the top of your waterfront poster. <laughs> Knob Todd, live in Belfast's famous water. <laughs> That'd be so great. But no, was it Knob on the water? <laughs> was it Belfast legendary water? That was it. Was it? <laughs> For anyone who uh, didn't hear a uh, couple of weeks ago's podcast, I put a tweet out too early. I blew, I blew my tweet load way too early. Yeah. And I meant to say Belfast Legendary Waterfront Hall. And I tweeted, I'll be doing my brand new show <laughs> in Belfast Legendary Water. Which is such a water thing to tweet. And I thought that I got away with it. And then this big headed bastard gets on Twitter and starts messaging me back. <laughs> Belfast legendary water. It's By one the way, thing that I didn't know was legendary. Can we talk Belfast. about? Can we talk about <laughs> Mickey's couple of days on on? Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, fucking hell. Um, um, can you explain what it is? And I'm going to message him and ask him. Can we give him a really quick phone call? See, to be honest, just ring him. He'll answer. I just think he'd done a gig at the weekend, and someone had put up a post basically saying that he made a joke about an autistic child. But then it turns out that the joke itself. A, wasn't about an autistic child, and B, wasn't 
said by Mickey. But then someone just basically put it all over on social media huh? and just made it very... Yeah, like, Mickey hadn't made yeah. the joke. His support act for the night had. Mark McCartney. And Mark McCartney's joke was that the guy in the story was a cunt, in yeah. his words, because he would punch somebody with autism. Yeah. So the joke was not on anybody with autism. Yeah. So Mickey hadn't made this joke and then started getting a lot of hate. Yeah. But then what's funnier is the night before, so Mick's had two, he's two yeah. for two. The day before, Mickey was talking, no, was it even Mickey? Uh-huh. There was someone, Mickey made some joke about like going to China. Yeah. And this woman started tweeting flat out. <laughs> I was at Mickey Bartlett's show and he's just come back from China. He should be tested. Uh-huh. And she must have sent five tweets being like, can everyone yeah. agree that Mickey Bartlett needs to be tested? And I mean, uh, I don't know if it's for coronavirus the guy needs tested, but he definitely needs tested. I said, this is so Mickey. I said, can we ring you in the podcast to talk about Wuhan? Mickey, ha 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 ha. Ring me, me. Can we? Yeah. <laughs> Just ring him. Dial his digits, big dick. <laughs> but how do we know he's not he's not busy? I don't give a fuck. If he hangs up, he hangs up. Ah, oh, wait until he gets back to me. Nah, just ring him. Uh, ben, there's a bit of editing to do here, mate, because it's no, shit. I wouldn't worry about it. Sometimes people need to know uh need to know what the crack is. Um I need to get up questions. Let's get questions on the Okay, that's on the perfect. Blip. I'll get it up ASAP. On the blip. Um what you what social media network are you getting questions on to? And then go for the Instagram kid. I'm on it on Twitter. I'm on it. Ben, what time are we up there? Good All right, Ben man. Good lad. Ben on. Boytown podcast, here we go. Here we fucking, here we fucking go. Jamie Harrison says, and this is a nice wee conversation topic, bring back the phone calls. <laughs> Davey? Yeah, well, I mean, that's something we have talked about doing. <laughs> um, you had an idea. Can we, Can you reveal it to the listeners? Yeah, what listen. Thinking? I feel that Boytown needs the segments. That's what made Boytown great, were the segments, the tweetbacks, the phone calls. Now, do I think doing... Two phone calls and two tweets and episodes excessive, yes. But I do believe we need to have one of those elements back on this podcast because we got to make Boy Town great again. We're going to sell. We're going to sell hats. Make Boy Town great again. We're going to sell. Yep. Are they MAGA hats? I don't know. We're going to sell them. Should we do pink hats with Make Boy Town great? Yeah, again? absolutely. Why yeah. are we not doing that? Yeah, Make Boy Town great again. Uh, MB. TG again. That's what this episode's called. Make Boytown Great Again. So, in order to make to Boytown Great Again, like, what what, what did you call me in the car on the way up, Ben? Icon. What did you call me via text earlier? The innovator Twat. of our times. Um, I've decided what we're going to do is a new segment called Tweet or Call. And what can that mean? It's either a phone call or a tweet, but what we're going to do is have... Can I propose this? Nope. Sometimes can the tweet be directly to a person on yep, their timeline? absolutely. But what we're going to do each week, we'll pull out a tweet or a phone call out of a hat. So we'll start off with like, will be like five phone calls or five tweets in a hat, and you'll just pull it out. So if you do a tweet, then we'll pull the name, Dave or Shane, whoever's out has to do either a tweet or a phone call. And then once that's picked, the I other think that's person fair. has to pick what it is. So potentially some weeks... You could be getting four challenges in a row. Sometimes or? what might be a fun element to it is for phone call. Uh-huh. We maybe have to phone somebody in our phone book. Mm-hmm. 
with some, with like something to say, like not prank them, but yeah. like for example, I might make you call Johnny Boo off the top yeah. of my head, fellow comedian, and tell him that like you just want to like feel a connection with him uh-huh. spiritually. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna ring my. Is this part of an example or? No, Mickey, I'm just check in. Mickey, Mickey, lick my dicky, sticky, ficky, pricky, nick. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Mickey, you okay? Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm just taking chilies. All right, we just, it's just, that's weird. It might be a big coincidence because we were just phoning you because you've obviously been accused of, you know, just come back from China, being in China. It's just uh-huh. you're coughing a lot. You know, it would seem that maybe you might be a bit sick. Point, I haven't really spoke publicly about it yet, but I should. Um, there was a photo circulating of someone who looked a bit like me at uh, in Wuhan at an all-you-can-lick hospital. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. And um, it's, it's just got out of control. Uh, my uh, agent and manager and publicity team will be... Is that all the one person? <laughs> yeah, well, my mum, she has wrote a letter to the school saying that I should... <laughs> so get, you just make jokes I don't know what the fuck <laughs> you just want to you just want to we just want to get it out there you, you're publicly denying that you've either spent time in Wuhan or that you have coronavirus is that right I, I can I can claim for 100% fact that I have never been to Wuhan but you do hate autistic children Oh, well, sure, I mean, everybody knows that. Okay, fair enough. We just wanted to make sure. Um, no, we're glad that you're well, Mick, and uh, if you're not, we just hope you get you get sorted. Thanks very much. I appreciate it, man. Okay, love you, Mick. Love you more. Okay, bye. Cheerio. Bye, man. Yeah, I think he's got it. Do you? Have the coronavirus. Yeah. Now I'm over it. I beat it. I, um, see, I get sick because of my child. Do you find that's what children make you sick a lot? Yeah, um, I mean, for you, I feel like you're the kind of guy who, oh no, like you do hang around with a lot of under fourteen football teams. So like you probably yeah. yourself should get sick. Someone sent us this. It's not a question, but it's a Billy Eilish vibrator cover of a song. Bad guy. Yes, yes, yes. Can you see this? Not bad. I've never heard a vibrator play before, but. Yeah. I'm twisting it. Does your vibrator make that noise? Hmm? I don't know, I've never heard it, it's always been inside. <laughs> it's a fist one you have, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yours is two stroke engine, isn't it? Yeah, I've actually put oil in mine and strum it up like ring ring. Bopper <laughs> uh, says Evening cheeky chappies, I'm in the last few days of my 30s, which is crazy because he looks 50. <laughs> what did Papa Bear and the NBC hope to achieve before the big 4 It's not insane that it's not the big 3 is our next one, like our next one is 40. No, because that's what, that is how age works. I don't like, like it though. You know, I think the next big age I'm going to be 60. Because you're 59? No, I just feel like that's, I'm not going to, I'm not going to But you're sort of fast tracking age. ages, aren't you? Yeah, I'm Asian. No aging, yeah. Why'd you do that? I don't know. I've just sent that from boy to some random guy. Sent us a question. So fuck off. People appreciate that. Um, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, do we? Ha- what do we hope to achieve before forty? Um, what are we thinking? 
I just want to be happy, you know. No. I just want to finally, oh, right. <laughs> oh, no. finally just get happy, you know. I want to get, I want to, I want to be, I want to earn. What good. do you think you need to do to like to get there? Leave my wife, my my daughter, and you and Ben. So just be, you just want to be a lone wolf out in the plains. Yeah. If you didn't have any of us in your life, the people you just mentioned, yeah. you would live in an Asda car park for sure. You'd be like Tom Hanks in the terminal. Yeah. But your terminal would just be as an Asda. Just call would be just called car park guy. Yeah. Could you'd definitely park. be a car park guy. Like you'd shit in the recycling things. No, wouldn't it shit in yeah. the actual mixed waste? I wouldn't fucking shit in it. Yeah. I'd be so slack. But you and you'd be mates with all the trolley guys. And yeah. you you would like you'd be like, I'll give you the hand and they'd be like, Fuck he always puts them in the wrong place. Should that be should that be a sitcom? We should write car, car park, park man. Guy. Yeah. yeah. You get Mackenzie Crook in a smell detector <laughs> and just keep sending it to Barry Tandy or whatever. Nathan Concilia. I don't want to say it in a funny way because we're doing that too much and I just want to park that for a while and just call him Nathan Concilia and then eventually, mm, but I'm I'm trying not to. Cool. No, okay, I'm going to park that. He says, hello, mom and dad. <laughs> if you had to choose one and only one of these people mm-hmm. to spend one night of gay abandon with who would it be? Yeah. Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. Yep. Gok Wan, Rylan or Dennis Burkamp. Dave. I'm gonna say Gok Wan. I think Burkamp's too serious. Is the Iceman. Well that's why I'm going Burkamp. I don't think he'd uh, ever want to talk about it again. But does gay abandon gay abandon means like just fun time, not gay sex. Oh. So I mean, you don't know why you went automatically to gay <laughs> sex there. Um, but no, gay abandon do. means like just wanting abandon some fun, you know. Just oh, yeah. Gok Wan would be more the most fun out of those guys. Would say yeah, I'd say Rylan is going to make too much of a big deal about and it. And also, like Rylan would get sweaty and his hair would run. You know, yeah. it'd be really weird. And you'd see the ginger roots yeah. there. Um, whereas Cock, uh, <laughs> Cockman would be. <laughs> real experience I remember I, I saw a write up about Gokwan and something he did one of those shows and it was like a, <laughs> he did one of those shows it was, a t- it was a newspaper article and the guy wrote back being like hey Gokwan I'm like Gok sucker this is the worst TV show I've ever seen I was like oh well it's is Gok- what's the deal with Gokwan is he just not famous anymore or like, oh, yeah, well I mean he does a monthly residency in the Kremlin on decks like so I mean don't I don't know if that's necessarily a sign of the times in a good or a bad way did he did he just go from because he was like very popular like he was it's all about the confidence is he just not nah he's just doing gawk being him you know this is me um, Daniel no, Houston no I definitely got yeah but more. you see this is the thing that makes the worst podcast content we should do one for one Rebus because then once you're all done with your questions you're, you're already in the home zone no I won't be Rebus says good morning good morning Grand Mountain of Sars and Seaman Whatever time it is, always the future here in New Zealand. I recall the long Claude Sheffield United doppelganger once saying he's friends with Rory McIlroy. So my question is, what's the worst lie you've ever told to impress someone? You tell lies all the time. So I, I, I said, I, I, any film people when I was younger asked, had I seen it? I would say yeah. You I'd still do it now. The Ask me any is, film. You are um, Parasite. Seen it. What's it about? Asia. Correct. Thank you. Um, What's my problem? Sorry, you were telling me my problem. Yeah, your problem is, you know why they say, like, to be a good liar, you have to be smart? Yeah. That's your problem. You lie a lot, but you're dumb. <laughs> and you forget you lie, and then you go back and be like, remember I told you, I mean, you definitely didn't. You'd be like, oh, no, I meant to. Oops. Yeah. But you're the guy who I think will struggle in later life with 
choices that you've made, lies you've told, like you'll struggle to get into heaven. I think. I think you'll you'll you'll. I'm mock it up for myself. I'll be nearly yeah. there, and I I couldn't. I can't help myself. I feel like you you'll. I feel like you'll discover God, but he'll not like you. Is that I feel it's going yeah. to be? Yeah. Does that make sense, Ben? Mark Begg says, "Good morning, Sultans of Seaman." Oh, Begby. With the nights getting as long as the NBC's elongated fingers, what are the boys looking forward to this summer? Hashtag Good Morning. Hashtag All Over Town. I mean, yeah, a little yeah. bit, a, bit, a little bit more swarth always makes the boys happy. How about the fucking? You don't, you don't supplement vitamin D, sure you don't. No, I get enough D. Yeah, but you should supplement vitamin D. Real talk. Why? What's it do? Because we're deficient in vitamin D in Northern Ireland. Uh, Good for your immune sun? system, brother. Yeah, I go to sunbeds. Electric sun, Gilman Herc, check it out. You don't go to sunbeds? Yeah, do. You don't? I do. How often? Well, you, I went Oh, this. well, such well, a lie, because well, there was 12 words before you said a yeah, thing. but I used to go to sunbeds. I haven't been probably in uh, five, do you six years. Your tail is? A big sniff. I go to sunbeds. <laughs> yeah, I like to be tanned. I'm a tan guy. Yeah. Not right now. No, I'm actually quite opaque. Yeah. You know what makes me fucking sad about this podcast? Mm. It's a, we record on Monday night, and then when it's finished, I go home and I have to go to bed. Yeah. Shit. Why does that make you sad? Because I want to do more on my night. Um, Stuck here with you two. I'm going to go to some bed this week. Cause, uh, Why? Skin isn't great, apparently it's good for it. What's wrong with your skin? I've got, like, dry scalp. Uh, well, that's not, not a problem, no. is it? You know what? I, I think this is important. Um, what hair conditioner and shampoo do you use i just use head and shoulders but yeah. i'm using tea gel now like some sort of child yeah it smells i started you know the one tea gel it's like copper look to it it's a see-through bottle neutrogena mm-hmm. and if people have like flaky scalp whatever they use that i've started using john frida that's luxurious that's yeah. a little bit of yeah that's a little bit of luxury for papa bear because Catherine went to me she goes this tresemme gives me a bit, a bit of a dry scalp on it and Catherine do you know her hair is her thing like yep. and she's like stop buying tresemme it's shit and I went well what other and she goes just get something else so I just went and bought dearest John Frieda how much are we shopping for a bottle 8 quid yeah why are German shampoos all the rage it's no. a number one German shampoo I tell you Alpacine. because because is supposed to make your hair grow back but hey I've used Alpacine don't fucking work you know you know who, what what the problem with it is? It's like a tingle in it, so you put it in your head, and once you have it on, it tingles. Uh, but then, when you wash it out, your hair is all cracked and broken. It's like it just doesn't work. What shampoo you use, Ben? Uh, like a herbal essence one. Mm. Herbal essence? Oh yeah! But look at that guy. I've never seen a man with thicker hair. Do you remember the ad for herbal essence? You used to have the woman in the orgasm. rainforest, and she was making the orgasm sound. And if you were watching TV in your room at like ten o'clock, yeah. and he came on, you'd be like, "It's just an ad." Yeah, but what was weird, whenever I, I used to do the opposite of that, I used to shout out, it's just an ad, but then if you're listening, she'd be like, put your big fucking cock in my mouth, you die, big bastard. I watch, you know, those calls where people are ringing and all? Do you ever see those? That girls are on the bed and they're answering phones and all? Yes, uh, babe station. What? Babe station. That's not what, what it's called. What is it? I know, just these girls on beds and stuff. Okay. Uh, you <laughs> need questions from, you need to give us questions from... Oh, do I now? Hey, you fucking... So how'd the podcast go last week with Butt It was good, apart from my fucking slam touch off. Yeah, Ben told me that got jeans. six listens last week. Six? Um, Daniel brilliant. Houston. Do you want to ask what he guess what he's asked? Uh, 
Yes, I want to know if he's asked if we've listened to the Dolecast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, just, just, no, no, no. no. They said if money told Papa Bear to rob a bank, how would they do it? See, no, do you know what? Yeah. Daniel is <laughs> Daniel's son out of Karate Kid. Yeah. Because he didn't have the right fight game. He kept asking the same question. And I said, hey, give us some better questions. Uh-huh. And what he's done <clears throat> is gone away and come back and see that question. It's exactly what I'm talking about. That is exactly what I want. You answer for it. Oh, speaking of which, um, I saw there's this whole thing. You know how people kick off about flags and stuff? Mm-hmm. Apparently, they want the for the time for the Olympics in Japan, want to get rid of the, like, the emperor flag. You know why there's a Japanese flag which is just white with a big red circle on it? You know the one with like the red lines coming from it? Apparently, that's akin to like the swastika nowadays. And it's really offensive, so they don't want that waving at the Olympics. But I've just figured out, hasn't Mickey got that just tattooed in his arm? Like last week or something, so... And he has a swastika on his bum. Yeah, so he's got a swastika on his bum. Which and he is, hangs that out every night for the yeah, devil to come and but when he, when he pulls his ass up and it's a full swastika, then he spins around, it's really weird. So, um, to answer the bank robbing question. If I was to rob a bank, I would try and do it subtly. Um, I would send you in to try and be the, the distractor, but you wouldn't do a good job, and then i just have to end up fucking... Can I tell you something mm-hmm. on the podcast? Mm-hmm. I've I've robbed the bank before. Yeah, where? You didn't wear that jumper on it though, did you? Remember the whole Passat thing? Yeah. So you that now you've read of the you can still get arrested by just Can yeah. uh what's it called? It's expired. Yeah. It's the, war- been, the warrant. Yeah, it's been for like your arrest. You well no. If you you can admit to a crime historically after it and that was about two months ago, so I should be okay now I can say it. Double jeopardy is what you're trying to say? Yeah. Triple What's the in. score? 2-0. Super. Right, okay. You look there like as if Portsmouth have equalised. No, just a PlayStation right there. All oh, right, okay. Making your mission. No, I was only joking, actually, about okay, that. Okay, not but, sweet. But, um, but, yeah. This next question, I don't know whether we should read it out in the podcast. I don't no, know. Don't. Let me see it. Um, I'll read some of it. Let me see it. No, no. Ask it. Okay. Ask it, man. This is from a guy called Daniel Hughes. Do you know him? I don't. <laughs> I do not, but I will definitely be looking at him after this. Condia Chico's, with the coronavirus spreading rapidly throughout Europe and the millions of pounds being wiped in the global stock markets, what I really want to know is why was Belfast Blues so shit? Well, firstly, uh-huh. let me come out. Let me be the big man. And Gay? open that again? No, no, no. Let me open right, that. Right, this is a major announcement. Hey, let me just... If you can open that again, mm-hmm. and I would like you to do me a favour yeah. and click on Daniel's profile. Yeah. And if you could just pass me your phone. I promise I won't do anything. <laughs> That's like fine. <laughs> I don't trust you anyway. Because I'm going to assume that somebody throwing bricks uh-huh. lives in a house made of stone. And let's... Oh, I actually I actually do vaguely know Daniel. Um, and it's just... <laughs> it's just weird that he would say that. Uh-huh. <laughs> when, that's, when that's his hair. I mean, his you hair know? is definitely a bit weird, but he does look a bit like you. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he does a wee bit. He doesn't. Um, yeah, I used to play football with Daniel. Um, I mean, it's entirely open to, it's entirely open to interpretation. Um, yes, clearly looks like an elderly Austrian guy. But what I, what I would say is this: uh-huh. like anything, some people are going to think it's good. Some people are going to think it's indifferent. Some people are going to think it's shit. Speaking of things that are good, different, and shit. We put up again our man was nearly there sketch the, the sketch. best sketch ever we've ever done. Sketch. 
Yeah, that's undeniably brilliant. And I'd say this, Daniel, what are you doing with your life? What are you... What are you doing? Well, I mean, I'm just going to look at Daniel's page here, and it looks like Daniel... I mean, he looks like he, he certainly goes to me in Belfast to a lot of cool dudes. Look, um, I'm putting myself out there. If you want to shoot me down, you can do it. But... Daniel looks like he might be a physio or something. I don't know. He looks like he spends a lot of time with guys. Yeah. Um, but it's all good. Maybe he just didn't enjoy it. He he obviously didn't. But hey, what do we what do we say now? It's twenty twenty. Be kind. And he's been he's been abusive, nasty. Are you abusive? Are you hurtful? Are you saying that his words may no? Make um, you do something no. silly, or because no. I mean, as your friend, I just want to say, here, fuckers, listen to this. The right fucking twenty twenty sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Remember that. Fucking quote me on that. Why? Because remember, we used to that used to happen when you were a kid. You'd go home to your dad, and be like, oh, he called me a bald, fat, gap tooth wanker with a beard, and I'd be like, it's weird that you're an eight year old. But you're right because it's, it's only words. Yeah. Like, it's not physically going to hurt. Yeah. Like just like it's not going to physically, it's not going to physically hurt if I say he's really ugly and he has a weird face. Yeah. It's not going to hurt him. But my point being is that we're all so affected by stuff now. Now, we have obviously spoken at length in this podcast before about certain serious topics, but at the same time too, we need to also not let stupid people's words affect you too. Like, see, a lot Daniel of... Daniel isn't stupid, though, no, let me I'm, say I'm not, I'm not saying let for Daniel. I'm not saying for Daniel. I like Daniel. I enjoyed what he said there. It was funny. And you took it well, because sometimes, you know, you might have said really hurtful things about him, but I think... Oh, if I saw him physically, I'd, yeah. I'd, 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 I would maul him and scratch his eyes out like but, a cat but, at turning on his pensioner owner, and then I would eat his face off. But, and he has a big, stupid... thing with him is, he actually has one of those faces where, I don't mean this in an offensive way, but when he smiles, he looks a lot worse. Like, like he has like a... Like, he doesn't look like he has enough skin for his face, you know? So, like, everything's stretched. So, with his, like, Brillo pad... Head and it's kind of like it's not receding, but it is far back anyway, which makes his his head like he has a panoramic head. Um, so I would like him to have more skin, but yeah. again, this is sticks and stones. It's not going to hurt him, <laughs> but he just he could do with more. Like like I have a lot of face skin, right. so I would like to give but Daniel some because like, that would be kind. I feel like you wouldn't give him skin after what he said about you. No, I would. I would. I would like to. Okay, well maybe that's something we because could do in the podcast. You <laughs> Did someone say new new feature like face amateur off? surgery, yeah. <laughs> where we get listeners in to perform surgical procedures? I do feel like you'd be the kind of guy. I'd be like, oh, I have this bit of stretchy skin. Could I just cut this with a pair of scissors, and yeah. then you would get one neck and it'd be so sore, ah, you'd be all bleeding and all. Be, oh, horrible! Yeah, but Daniel, it's all love. It's yeah. all love. But and, to, and honestly, if you're Bubba, we have private health care. Ask them if they can get more skin put into your face because it's just, it's very stretched. And just maybe don't smile as much because your mouth Do you think is, that if, if you smile, the skin might crack? What do you mean? No, he like, always is. Smile, yeah. Do you think he's like a wee bit like a scab? Like he smiles, it'll crack and yeah. then like puzzle get out no, of it? it's just, a, and he, he, he would have a very thin neck and oh, he has no. quite a lot, like he is a... He doesn't have a big head, but he has a big face, like below the cheeks. He's very, he look like inflated. I don't know. I know. I think he looks good. I think he looks good. 
I mean, and hey, I didn't take it badly. He can no, say what he likes, so. but he but he looks he looks like a peanut. I mean, but sticks and stones. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you know all, what I mean about yeah, the shape of the face. Probably all you've said is fair. Um, I think his eyes are too big. <clears throat> so if he if he got more skin put in his cheeks, I mean, and an eye I reduction. Think what you're saying is his features are too big for a sweet peanut head. Yeah, and the the hair has become so straight. Yeah. You know, the forehead has tried to like join <laughs> join the rest of his face, yeah. but it, and that has come to the detriment of of his hair, which you can. You know what you could do with his head? You know when you have like pots and they're burnt yeah. on stuff? If you turned them, if you were stuck yeah. you could, and you didn't have brittle pot, you could, what you could do is wet his head a bit and just turn him upside down and sort of like shake him. And you could grab him on his neck because I say he's a very thin, <laughs> he's a very thin neck for someone who has such mm. a wide face. So you could just, I'd say you could do that easily. All right, okay. But you'd be better using a traditional brittle pad if you can. Matt Mernon has said, uh, between the Sly Guy and Boy Town of late, we've heard classic songs from either side of the political divide, covered in various genres. Uh, can we hear a few more? Maybe Pet Shop Billy Boys. <laughs> we are the Pet Shop Billy Boys. Do that. Hello. You'll have to refresh me with the words. Oh, of the Billy Boys? Yeah, well, you fucking sing it all the time. Like, you need to be told. Like, you do that way. Start my morning with it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hello. I know the tune, I don't know the words. It's hello, hello, we are the Billy Boys. Hello, hello, we are the Billy Boys. That's all you need to do. But then you have to add a pet shop, Billy Boys, in there. Hello, hello, we are the pet shop, Billy Boys. <laughs> Yeah, I can't even remember all the sectarianism I was doing yesterday in that podcast. You just a little, like light sectarian. Is there anything wrong with light sectarianism? Um, I don't know. It was it was a type of somebody singing paramilitary songs, but it was great. Right. You know, I mean, it's probably just one of those ones you had to be there for. You know, but it was. See, I think it was nice. I almost think light sectarianism nice. is worse. I like people who are like, no, this is me. You know, either yeah. side. I think when you make that commitment, that's sort of like more respected. Yeah. Like, I think, I actually think I could have a good night down in the Con Club on the Newton North Road. And I think I could have a good night in the films. But I, I think the, <clears> like somewhere that's a wee bit in between, I think that's a bit lame. You know? Mm-hmm. What else you got there? Hello, boys. It's the villain again, Killing Cahill. Oh, no. <laughs> This week's question is inspired by one of Boytown's greatest characters, uh, in my humble opinion. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is I forgot about this character, but he's great. <laughs> DJ Richard System. <laughs> what I want to know is, where is DJ playing at all the major Brighton clubs? Um, what would your go-to crack be to make the clubbers come? I think it means what would the best. So can you can you fill me in a bit more on DJ Richard System? I remember. Did you not have to be DJ a Richard call? System on a phone was call? Was that at Strand Cinema? Um, no, that was Masterlight. No, I think Richard System was a limelight. Limelight. DJ yeah. Richard System. The only thing I remember about having to do that was DJ Richard System said DJ Richard System thirty times in the phone yeah. call. I mean, that's another idea. We could do. We could put characters into the bin and then just pull them out so Richard System makes a phone DJ call. DJ Richard System. <laughs> like, <laughs> imagine Master Light with a voice changer. Yeah. I am Master Light. <laughs> oh, what would a show of DJ Richard System featuring... <laughs> Collab the, show? <laughs> the light show of Master Light. Oh, my God. Ding, ding, ding. Do you know what's so annoying, right? 
Do it so annoying. I think this year doing like a couple of waterfronts on a tour uh-huh. is me like maxed out. But I think if I put on a show as Masterlight, <laughs> yeah. I could sell out Windsor Park. <laughs> that annoys me so much. But I mean, what would the poster be like you like this? With yeah. Just the lights coming behind you? Yeah. We actually, when we met uh, Ross Merchman from it's his real name yeah. actually Ross the Merchman um, he did suggest he was like you would you do some more kind of like bespoke pieces and he did suggest a Masterlight t-shirt which I mean if that's something you people would want like I could just see like a like just a guy <laughs> silhouette with lights and Masterlight I'd wear it fucking yeah I think that'd be good yeah. so uh, that's something we could do we gotta do the Make Boy Town uh, great hats yeah and Masterlight and we're getting lanyards too because Said the actress to the bishop because it's boy time. You got any more questions? Yeah, I think we do. Ben, what are we like for time, you little dick? <laughs> Just under an hour. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Get me home, get me. That's it. Get you home, get you bucked. No, I just go home and have a ham shank tonight, mate. What, <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? Should I go and do pavilion? Should no, try? you shouldn't do pavilion. You did it last week. You're above it. No, what? Yeah, stop turning up the gigs you don't need to turn up to. Hey. <sighs> Sorry, Luke. <laughs> Disrespectful. Hey. Don't do it, you're better than that. Hey. You go to the gym. You, no, don't. You do your reps. Yeah. You used to. Yeah. You do your reps. But, man, all I'm saying is, do you need to do that, or could you just go home to your wife? I absolutely could. On a could. Monday night, haven't been out all but on day. on the way home, I could do a gig that was really fun the last time I did it. Yeah, but you had a bad one on Saturday. You're going to have a bad one tonight. I had a bad one on Saturday because yeah. the room holds 20 people. As I started my set, uh-huh. the bar person was taking orders in front of my yeah. face, well, facing sorry, me. Sorry, and blocking sorry how many people does the room hold? 25. Uh, yeah, I did it at 15 in that room. Had a great time. Shoot. I had a real bad one. Do, I feel like we should talk about what happens when you have a bad gig where you go straight away afterwards it's a funny like little like I, anxiety quirk you have yeah cause it's you run you dive out windows arms by your side <laughs> third to get out you take the quickest route to get out you're like water I do I like to leave if I have a bad gig in fact if I don't need to be there if I've had a good gig I also like kind of get offside here's why I leave if I have a bad gig because to me there is nothing worse and I totally like the way people do it, but it just, it makes me hate myself. When after the gig, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and people go, hey man, that was a great set, and you know it wasn't. You, you, you It's so nice of people to say that, but yeah. you know it wasn't a good gig. And Paddy McGackie, the nicest oh. man in comedy, was like, great stuff, man, great set. And I was uh. like, I just said, no, it wasn't. Uh-huh. And then I sat oh, in Aaron no. Butler's car for the rest of the night. Oh no, I am... Um have something to tell you but I can't say it on the podcast okay well tell me after because we've got to wrap up anyway Um, guys listen we don't do enough of this shit because we're two fucking twats right so guys please rate and review the podcast we need Boytown to be great again we need it to be where it deserves to be if you want to see more from us we need some more from you oh Rate and review the podcast. Share the podcast. Why do we never fucking see Boytown on anyone's Instagram stories? Why do we never see it on your tweets? If you enjoy listening, make us feel good. We're two egomaniacal freaks. We need to know we're doing well. 
stop leaning back honestly you're going to no, go through the wall this is my chair it's a stud wall you're going to go through it my chair and this is my table yeah guys we appreciate it if you also if you want to see I the video version as well it's on YouTube I do appreciate them I do make me appreciate you more do more for me And then we'll make boy, 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 great again. Yeah. That's all. See you next week.